What is up, guys? Z4 here, back with the Z4 podcast number ten, uh, 13, right? Yeah. Hello? Uh, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> this I got like four words in. All right, so I'm taking over with my Smirnoff. We don't usually lose in this early, I swear. <laughs> this man said four words and said I'm out. <laughs> I'm saying this video. Anyway, <laughs> this is the atmosphere. I think we're talking about some bullshit today. <laughs> Let's start. Introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Rema. It's uh, uh, Brian. Oh, God. how did we lose C4 after four fucking words? I am Atlas Crown how do with you the do, Smirnoff. How do you do that? Today's topic is going to be why Red Ace Attorney is main one. <laughs> Thankfully, also why there's Kyle. no one here to refuse me, <laughs> so it is main one. Fuck you, George. <laughs> Jordan, man, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. What are we talking about today? We're talking about how Hyrule Warriors Age of Conquest. Oh, games. Critical. Games were played, I think. What do you, what yeah, that's how we normally start start these things. Is, uh, what, game, what games has everyone been playing? Oh, that was fucking scary. What the fuck? Oh, God. There's there's Jordan. What, oh, what God. Our computer happened? just shut out. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. All right, where are we at? Uh, it's we literally just started. Uh, it's Boise 4, uh, 13 podcast. Let's get it. Uh, <laughs> Let me introduce everybody. We already Ryan, did got, that. Fuck them, do it anyway. We got Rhymo seventy. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. Rima. Jordan sucks. All okay. right, all right. Let's get on to the podcast, guys. We got, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I am keeping all of that shit in. Uh, yeah. I have it right here. I forgot we got Atlas. Anyway, yeah. guys, let's get to it. Uh, all right, uh, where are we at? Where are we at right now? We're still at the start, so damn. So, what games has everyone been playing? Nothing for me. I know Atlas has been playing some shit. Huh? Haven't you been playing? Didn't you play at least one Vinci game recently? Are you Are you talking to me? Yes. Have I played a game? Um, I think. Oh yeah. So anyway, I've been working on my RPG. I think it's called Outset now. I think I'm pretty happy with it. I don't think I'm gonna change it, but that could be the snare. Call the snare on my RPG. I think the big thing right now is implementing a new mechanic, so I've been working on that. My fucking artist won't give me the goddamn art, <laughs> so that's a problem. And um, outside of that, I have been playing Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Um, Back at it. I just beat Great Ace Attorney. You know beat that a while ago, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but between the last podcast and this, you, you had. had yeah, I don't know if I beat it. But I beat that, and then I was like, well, might as well finish the Infinity Gauntlet. So I uh, played through Spirit of Justice. And um, yeah, it's definitely one of the best. I think the only problem is uh, some of the cases are pretty ass, simply two and four. Pretty dog shit. Um, don't really do anything. Uh, everything else is amazing, though. 
the story is great. Um, the final trial is fun. And uh, right now I'm doing the DLC, uh, which is just nostalgia bomb. Just, I think they just were like, let's go as old school as possible here. So you got like Edge, got Maya, you know, got all the old characters back. Uh, except Gumshoe. Yeah, except fucking Gumshoe. Capcom. Wait, I wonder it. if there's actually a reason that like, Capcom doesn't use Gumshoe. Anymore. They bring him up like twice too, probably. <laughs> Um, like they just now want to make a gumshoe model or something? They brought Larry back too. They brought Pearl back. Like everyone was in this game pretty much. They tried. It really felt like every possible character they've had. You know, everyone's here: Trucy, Athena, fucking Apollo, Phoenix, Maya, Pearl is in the fucking game. Even the Army Pot is in the game. Crazy. Reference that again. I'm like Justice for All and shit. But no gumshoe. So, I don't know. But it's good. So, I'll probably finish the DLC um, like either tomorrow or the next day. It's pretty short, I think. And then I'm going back to Mega Man. That's yeah. pretty much it. As for it me, uh, I'm still grinding away at Ultramoon, Pokemon Ultramoon. I think last recording, I was like, I don't know, where, where was I? Oh, I think I was at like where you have to go to like the Team Skull hideout or something. I think I was about that spot. Um, I'm well past that now, kind of. I'm at now. Now I'm actually into like the big new shit, where like you fight like light, Ultra Necrozma, and like I'm just grinding to get Pokemon ready for that fight. Because you go from doing a level forty fucking totem to doing a level sixty boss fight, and I'm like, okay, so it's like twenty levels I gotta grind. So this will be fun. Other than that, like, I, I don't know how I really feel about the Ultra Crossbow Inclusion. Like, it's neat and all. Um, I'll probably get used to the controls for controlling Soka Leo and then the, the thing. Because uh, the motion controls of the 3DS so is just weird. But I am going to miss Guzma freaking the fuck out because he realized that he's just way over his, He's in way over his head in the original. That was one of my favorite scenes, and it's not here because they get thrown out the second you catch the, or not catch up, beat the legendary. Yeah, so I'm just grinding away on that. Um, other than that, I played an indie game called 12 Minutes. I know a lot of people have been talking about it because the twist in the end is like ass, and yes, it is ass. There's probably people out there who think the twist is fine or whatever, and you know what, more power to you, but. Um, me personally, the, the twist just ruins literally the entire game. It, it makes the game like I never want to touch it again. And it's, it, it's kind of saddening because I really like the story it was telling and I love the gameplay and stuff like that. The characters, interactions and whatever, the puzzle solving, all of that was good. And then the twist hits and I'm like, man, fuck this game. The game went from like a seven, maybe an eight, to like a fucking like four because of that twist is bad. That twist is actually bad. But then uh, after I finished 12 minutes, I was like, you know, Psychonauts 2 came out, and I'm a massive fan of the original Psychonauts. I never played the VR game. I need to, though. But So I booted up uh, Psychonauts 2, because it's on Game Pass, and I was like, I keep forgetting I have Game Pass. I could probably be playing a lot of cool games. So, booted that shit up. Been playing it for, like the past week or so. I'm about to finish it. I think I'm on the final level. I'll probably either finish it tonight after the recording or tomorrow morning. But 
yeah, I think it's a good game. Definitely, you know, lived up to all of my expectations. A lot of the problems I have with it are kind of nitpicky things. Like, I don't like that you have to, like, press a button in order to collect certain collectibles. Like, if you find a, uh, what the fuck are they called? Uh, the, the eyeball rank-up things, you have to press the Y button instead of just automatically grabbing it, like in the first game. Uh, when you, If you find emotional baggage and you have the tag for it, you have to press a button instead of just walking up to it. Which I, I just kind of find that pointless. Because, again, in the first game, you didn't have to push a button. Why are you adding, why are you making me push a button? But again, that's a nitpick. That's not something like I, I have I'm sitting there like, man, the game's worse for this. I do find it weird they didn't address one of the first game's bigger problems, which is like if you're going for 100%, some of them, uh, what, you, what you call it, figments? Yeah, they're, they, they're like way too hard to find once you start getting most of them. And they don't add anything to help you find them easier. This might they give you an item that like would make perfect sense to use, but they just don't let you use it. Well, that's another. I, I remember there was another thing I wanted to say. Oh yeah, the the lack of an inventory system I think is kind of odd, because the the first game used like a cool used like its flexible inventory system to allow you to carry various different items and make the levels do interesting things with the different items you could be. Because Double Fine as a company is known for their like old school adventure games and their clever writing. And Psychonauts was very much a platformer that was heavily influenced by Double Fine's early, like, adventure games, like Grim Fandango and Day of the Tentacle and stuff like that. And it's kind of sad to see the inventory system just gone. Yeah, so Psychonauts 2 is a good game. Lived up to everything. I'm happy with it. Probably will end up being my game of the year if uh, nothing else gets to be better than it, but considering how hyped I've been for this game. For anyone that's wanting to get into it, uh, and hasn't played like any previous Psychonauts game, There's I'm not going to say you have to play the previous game. ones. There's more huh? than one previous Psychonauts game? There's technically two. There's Psychonauts 1 and there's Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin, which is a VR game. Oh. But I will say you technically don't have to play the previous two because Psychonauts 2 opens up with like a big old summary of like all the events in the previous two games. Um, like, I skipped Rhombus and Ruin. I imagine most people did, because it's a VR game. Most people just assumed it's a spinoff and just left it as that. But, like, its ending kind of ties in heavily. Like, it, the game, Psychonauts 2 starts right where Rhombus and Ruin ended. Like, this game is basically set, like, three or four days after the events of Psychonauts 1. Oh, you, you don't really need to. I do recommend playing the first Psychonauts, though. With how easy it is to come across. Like, it's on, like, every platform. You know, it's like it's like really cheap. It's like ten bucks on Steam. I think it's about the same price on PS4, or Five, Xbox. Is it on Game Pass? Uh, is it on Game? The second one is on Game Pass. Uh, the first one. Psychonauts Windows 10. Yes, the PC version is on Game Pass. Huh. For the first game. Nice. And even when it's not on Game Pass, again, it's ten bucks. Yeah. Or if you do have Game Pass, you can just straight up buy for eight. And it is, a, it is also a good game. In some ways, I'd say it's better than 2, but again, 2 is still an amazing game. So, yeah, play both games. They're really, really good. Yeah, I think that's all I've been playing. That Tim the guy... Who, Z4 had something. That Tim guy who made the game, he's like the Jack Black of gaming. 
basically. Jack Black is in the second one, too. He did, like, a song, and he plays kind of an important character. Like, it is an important character, but he doesn't, like, do a lot. Jack Black is awesome. I love Jack Black. Yeah. I didn't realize it was him until I, like, looked it up. I was like, oh, I knew Jack Black was in the game. I thought that's who he played, but I didn't know until I looked it up. I was like, oh, it is him. Cool. The song he played for the game, though, I wasn't too crazy on. I mean, I've I've heard some of Jack Black's other songs. Like, I think he did a couple songs for uh, Brutal Legend. Apparently, there's supposed to be a reference to Brutal Legend in Psychonauts 2, but either I didn't notice it, or the thing that I think is is supposed to be a reference is so basic that I doubt it, it barely even registers as a reference. Right, so... Did Jordan play anything? I've just been playing Great Ace Attorney still, the first one. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get through that. But we can go on I'm and move on to the... Huh? I'll start it soon, probably. Because after I finish Psychonauts 2, I either could play to go to Ace Attorney or No More Heroes 3. Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to the anime and TV show. So, what you been watching, Ryan? Let's see. So I started an anime called Barakamon. It's I've only it's like twelve episodes I think I haven't watched much of it I think I've only watched like three or four episodes it's all right it's not really my type of show it's more it's very like like I don't mind slice of life stuff but like I like having a bit more going on in slice of life and this is literally just a guy getting annoyed at his neighbors because they won't leave him the fuck alone the that's all the anime is from what I've seen. Hmm. Maybe it changes up later, but, like, the entire anime so far has just been the guy wakes up and is annoyed because everyone on the island just comes into his house whenever the fuck they feel like it. And he yells at him about it, and then he learns life lessons along the way. So what's, like, the plot of the anime? The basic plot is basically this main character guy does, like, calligraphy, which is, like, just kind of writing really fancy. Like, art. It's, like, basically writing art. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So he does calligraphy, you know, he turned in one of his pieces to, like, this art contest or this art museum or something, and a critic came up to, like, his art piece and basically said, this shit's basic as fuck, bro. I don't even know why it's here. This looks like a fucking grade schooler did it. And the main character guy got so pissed off, he literally punched the, punched the old man in the face and then chucked his shoe at him. Jesus. And, like, got dragged out of there, and his family was like, look, you got to cool down. We're going to send you to this island, and hopefully you'll, like, learn to be a better person there. So he goes to this island. You know, he's given a house to stay in, and, yeah, and it just goes on to be about his life on the island. Huh. With all these, like, small, middle-of-nowhere townspeople. And, like, again, the, it really just comes down to how much you enjoy the characters. I mean, I guess that's every slice-of-life anime really is like they all just come down to how much do you like the character um some of them are nice and interesting from what i've seen uh some of them are can kind of get a bit annoying the, the manga chick is like kind of weird not gonna lie uh, she's like there's this one girl who's like obsessed with manga she wants to write her own manga but like she doesn't want to be like a basic bitch manga artist like she, like, she has a thing where she's like, I want to make a manga for kids that's supposed to be, like, a comedy or something, I think. 
and she has shows it to the main character and like he opens the manga's like first page and it shows like some guy having his intestines ripped out and he's like he's like you sure this is supposed to be for children and she's like i'm a challenge kids kids need to learn young that the world's fucked up and i'm like bro what the fuck she's not wrong she's like i ain't doing any of this basic bitch shonen shit and I'm like, yo, cool for you. And then she starts like thinking the main character's gay because she keeps walking across him hugging somebody. Cause she's really into Yaoi. But yeah, but again, I've only watched like three or four episodes of it. I'll probably watch the rest of it as uh, as these days go on. Maybe by the next podcast I'll finish it. Another show I watched was uh they watched so like I, I think I mentioned this last podcast. So I was gonna marathon the X-Men movies with my girlfriend, and we watched the first two so far. I think we're just going to watch uh, Last Stand and then we might move on to something else. I, I didn't know. Maybe we'll move. Yeah, we maybe we'll watch like the reboot movies also, but like, I know she at least wants to watch Last Stand. Last Stand I heard is worse than the other two, but it is it has its good moments. And then the reboot, I heard Wolverine Origins is terrible. No, no, no. Yeah, Wolverine Origins is terrible. The Wolverine movie is okay. First class and Days of Future Past are really good, uh, and uh, Apocalypse is mediocre. And I think the la- uh, Logan is amazing. You can take that from me. I love that movie. And then the last one I think was Dark Phoenix, which I heard was pretty mediocre. Yeah, I've, I've seen the original trilogy like before, and I've seen First Class and X Men Origins. I haven't seen anything outside of those though. But she might just want to stop at last stand, and then we might move on to like watching Captain America or something, because she really wants to watch the Captain America movies. She's in for a treat. Uh, I mean, she's seen all of them before. Like the, the first Captain America movie was how she got into Marvel movies, because hmm. uh, she really wasn't into them all that much. And then like her dad dragged her to go see First Avenger, and she started really getting into them. It was Chris Evans, wasn't it? Chris Evans dragged her. Probably. She wanted to suck his dick. <laughs> Ryan getting cucked by Captain America. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've been binge-watching that. and uh, I, While we've been binge-watching it, I've been sl- kind of watching the old 90s X-Men cartoon. Like on uh, Disney+. Plus. And I think I'm like halfway through season one. I really like it. It's really funny. And it's just... Uh, I, I'm glad that uh, Jubilee isn't like the main, main character. Because, like, the first episode was, like, trying to tell why she's supposed to be, but, like, she's barely the focus of any episode after that. Yeah, how far am I in this? Let's see, four... Yeah, I just... Episode seven was the last episode I watched. Uh, and I've I just been enjoying it. I like seeing all these other random Marvel characters pop in. You know, I think, like, episode seven randomly had a cable pop in. And uh, from what I'm seeing in these previews, he, like, becomes a bigger character. I did think it was funny in episode seven when they were like, because episode seven they get like the X Men get like kidnapped by like the the, the people who like the Genosians or something, and they're forced to do like slave labor to build this dam, and I thought it was really funny because Storm's like the only black girl, and she heard that they're gonna be doing slave labor and she's like I'm getting the fuck up out of here, <laughs> like I ain't doing slavery again. God, that that, that that shit was so funny. But I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's a fun show. It's not the X-Men show I grew up with. I think the one I grew up with was X-Men Evolution or something. Oh, I remember Evolution. 
Yeah, I think yeah, I remember that. I one. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the one I grew up watching. The one with the blue like Wolverine? Probably. The only thing I remember from my childhood of watching an X-Men cartoon was the episode where Beast is, where you at least like find out how Beast joined the X-Men. And like they, they come across him playing like piano or something. I remember that specifically. And then he turned into Beast. Beast is really cool. I love Beast. Yeah. He's Beast a- has always been kind of one of my more favorite characters. He's supposed he's supposed to look menacing, but he's actually a sophisticated guy. Yeah, I do like his whole thing of like the reason he's not in the nineties show as much is because like um he gets like arrested early on in the series and he actually wants to like serve time in jail to prove that mutants are just the same as humans. You know, we'll go to jail and serve our time just like humans would. Like Magneto straight up tries to bust him out of jail. Beast is like, no, I'm putting my handcuffs back on. Get the fuck out of my cell. Uh, outside of that, I think one thing that a lot of us here can watch, I don't know, I don't know if all of us have, but like uh, be the, the, the What If show, Marvel's new show. Yeah. What if? What if I were to purchase? What if is food. so good? Oh my god! What if is so good, especially that last, most recent episode. The last uh, I was talking to someone yesterday about what if at the uh, and they were like, "It's okay. I think they should. They're not going as far as they should be." Uh, we got some people on your. Show. Yeah, that wasn't me. You're talking to. <laughs> so it's been what I've been saying. Someone else. Oh yeah, episode four. We're only at episode four. I've been just watching What If and Mad Men. Uh, Mad Men is a pretty good show. Great dialogue and writing. Yeah. Yeah, What If is like, again, like I enjoy, I like the concept. Like I said, I, I, I wish it was going a bit further with its concept. It just doesn't feel like it's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And it feels like they're just playing it super safe. And I'm willing to dive outside of that. This is editor Ryan again. At this point, Atlas Crown was not feeling too well, so he left the podcast, and we decided to just keep doing the rest of it without him. Sorry about that. I don't know. I enjoyed the episodes of What If. I, I watched. Like, they're fine. Uh, the most recent episode, I'm kind of getting tired of seeing people point to it and be like, oh, see, it's that this episode had a had Doctor Strange do the thing, so obviously the one in the Spider-Man movie must not be actually him. And I'm like, you guys realize Wait, what? this isn't <laughs> the same universe as the main movies, right? Yeah. Like, and that was only the case because like he, uh, the, the the ancient one um, split him in half. He didn't. That didn't happen to him in the MCU. Yeah, like I legit see people. Saying because a lot of people are saying that like Doctor Strange is acting super out of character in the new Spider-Man, which I don't believe for a second. He's acting extremely within character, at least for the comic Strange that I know. But yeah, a lot of people are like he's not acting in character. Doctor Strange would never fuck with the timeline. Yes, he would. He'd hundred percent do it if he was told not to. So they're like it's got to be like a variant, or it's got to be Mephistopheles, or whatever the fuck the name is. Mephistopheles. Mephiles, Sonic character. Mephisto. There it is, Mephisto. Yeah, Mephisto. I always try to go back to Mephisto with everything. Yeah, everyone's like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be him. Because he was in the What If episode. So therefore, that's actually him in the movie. Not, I do, no, I, I do like I, I do like how the old seer uh, and the Doctor Strange episode is like, nah, you fucked up. You, you can deal with your shit alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, the animation was definitely the best for the most recent episode. 
Zolly Hollers, though, yeah, they didn't really do a whole lot of crazy shit with the animation. The Doctor Strange one, they went all out, which, again, they that can be said with a lot of Doctor Strange stuff. They tend to go all out with visuals for him. Yeah. And, like, his own movie was probably one of the best, like, visually-looking movies for the MCU. And they'll seem to be carrying it over for Far From Home, uh, for No Way Home. I'm going to be seeing Shang-Chi to Shang-Chi tomorrow, so I'll let you know how I feel about that. Yeah, the other episodes are just kind of whatever. I, I like I like seeing Thanos be a good guy in one of the episodes. That was neat. Although I do feel that like that with the entire episode is just stroking Black Panther's neck a bit too hard. They made him out to be like the best guy ever, to be honest. But they made him out to be like a god among men, and I'm like, bro. I think they did it because like he's uh, he's basically he's basically the opposite of Peter Quill. Because remember how like. But Peter Quill, like, he was, like, known, kind of. Like, people didn't really know his name like that. Like, he was doing stuff. But, like, people just kind of roasted him all the time. They didn't take him seriously. He kind of gave himself the name Star-Lord. But with the T'Challa or the What If episode, Star-Lord was a name that was given to him. He didn't even like that people called him Star-Lord. And he was, like, super famous I around think- things. He was doing all these amazing things. Like, he's yeah. basically the opposite. Peter Quill. Yeah, I guess it makes sense in that such uh, kind of way. I didn't mind it that much. I loved Black Panther as Star Lord. It was kind of nice, and I also really liked a lot of the aspects of that episode. I think it made sense for because like if they just repeated like saying let's have a selfish Black Panther, I don't know that kind of would have ruined. No, I'm not asking them to have a selfish Black Panther. I'm asking them not to make him a literal god among men that can cure cancer just by looking at it. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I liked it. I liked it, though. I liked the episode. Because I was like, you can't tell me this man solved the entire universe's problem simply by being kidnapped. <laughs> no, he he uh, he uh did. It's implied that he has helped a lot of planets out of selfish, selflessness, though. Like, I don't know. I, I struggle to believe, to believe a lot of that. Because I was like, can't we just like be like, yeah, he's a good guy, does good things, but like he's not like the saint, like this almighty savior of the universe. He's just out here trying to be the best Chad he can be. Yeah, he's a true Chad. I like the beginning conversation where he's like, <laughs> I like the guy who's like, oh, can I, oh, should we do this? Oh, can I call you this name? Oh, I, it was kind of funny. I actually laughed. Yeah, like, I did like that. Yeah. No, I really like that was that was a really good episode. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Yeah, as far as me. Uh, I've been watching What If, and uh, I started watching Game of Thrones. Finished the first season like last week. I want season two. Right ready now. for the biggest bumpy ass ride you're ever gonna be on. From my understanding, <laughs> heard, from, yeah. what from what I've heard, I think the first four seasons are pretty really good. The five, six, seven are hit or miss. Sometimes I don't know, and I I know for a fact eight is just hated by everyone. Yeah, but uh, is eight the final season? Yeah, eight's the final season. Yeah, everyone fucking hated eight. I remember that. Yeah. Remember when hating season eight of Game of Thrones was the biggest problem the internet had? <laughs> yeah, I could not go a di- minute without like seeing someone saying, "My fuck that season to JD and fuck you guys." Yeah, bad. but I'm on season two right now. I should probably finish season two by next week. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I enjoyed the first season. I thought it was pretty solid. And like I said, I'm only in the first episode of season two, so I'm really not that far. And I'll probably watch more of it tomorrow. But you know. I'm enjoying the episode so far, so, you know, but that's pretty much it. Just Game of Thrones and what if. <laughs> All right, so, but uh, direct predictions, because I already know there's going to be a Nintendo Direct. I, I can feel a Nintendo Direct this month. 
mean, Roma, you want to start us off? September, though, so. They pretty much do, yeah, except 2020. Well, no, 2020 had a Mario one. So it's kind of there. I mean, there's got to be one more before the end of the year. I don't know. Well, I'm saying just there's usually one in September, except 2020. But 2020 had, like, the Mario one. But Which is technically, like, a direct. It's not a Nintendo direct. overall, but it's a direct. Yeah, so we'll just say... They also did a ton of mini ones, which I thought yeah. was kind of nice. Well, those were mostly, like, like uh, what were they called again? Mini presentations? Something like that? Partner showcase. Partner showcase, yeah. <laughs> I kind of miss those, I'm not going to lie. One They're going to hit us with partner showcase. I remember the one with the WWE yeah. wrestling, that shit got, like, oh. like, oh, they got asked for that one. No, I think what's going to happen is they're going to hit us with a partner showcase this month. And that's going to be a direct. <laughs> yeah. Announce like eight I'm, minutes. I, I'm pretty sure when those were going on, like I even remember, because like, we've, we've been doing the podcast for about a year now, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been almost, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like I mentioned back then, that I thought the partner showcases were fine. Like, I kind of miss think, them. I think uh, we should start our predictions for the Nintendo Direct off with things that we know are going to appear. Well, probably. Whatever though is coming out the rest of this year, so maybe some more info on like Advance Wars or something. Think, yeah, we're gonna get more information on Advance Wars, Mario Party, Metro Dread. Dread looks to be phenomenal. Dread it's, might get like one final trailer before yeah. release because doesn't it come out like next month? Yeah, and so does Mario Party, and I think Advance Wars comes out October or November. I can't remember. I think um, October. Advance Wars comes out in December. Oh, oh. Oh my God! I just realized. I think. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, just real quick. So we're recording this podcast on September sixth. If we if it's posted tomorrow or e- either way, tomorrow will be our one year anniversary of this podcast. Really? Because our first pop, yeah, our first podcast at least uploaded to Spotify. I'll say that for upload to Spotify was September seventh, twenty twenty. Damn, that's crazy. Um, Happy as far day. as YouTube. Um, I can't remember if the YouTube video was posted first or the uh, Spotify one. I think it was YouTube. I think. If we're going off YouTube, then it was... Okay, it just says 11 months ago. I can't actually find thing, the that's date really, for it. It's pretty amazing. We made it to one year and recorded 13 podcasts now. Yeah, it's pretty much been a year. We should get it up by tomorrow. I mean, I don't think the Direct will be announced for tomorrow. It will be announced tomorrow, but... like. Maybe a Tuesday or Wednesday. Look, I'll try my best. I work. I I work a lot this week. I, yeah. Uh, don't don't worry. Don't take pressure. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I was gonna say something. Uh, Metroid Dread. Um, I just want to say I know you guys aren't Metroid fans, but to me, as a fan, Metroid fan, it looks phenomenal. I I saw a Chozo Warrior, and I was like, oh my god, is that a Chozo Warrior? But I was looking closer. I was like, why does it have red eyes, and why is it so dark? I think, and why is it attacking Sam's? Is this a dark Chozo? And uh. It, it, the environments look amazing. This is basically all everything I wanted in a two D Metroid, new two D Metroid game, and I'm very hopeful that this will introduce more Metroid players. And I'm hoping that this will be the first official Metroid game will. that will, uh, like, you know, finally show Nintendo that this franchise is worth pursuing more. I I I think this will definitely mark something new for the Metroid series franchise. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one more thing sorry um i i don't know because like i feel like they should have added more metro games to nintendo overall like to you know because like i i know a lot of people want to play fusion super metroid and they can't play super metroid and even metroid one but two and uh four uh fusion aren't on there 
and I even remember like a lot of people's reactions to the Metro Dread trailer was like, wait, what are they working on four? Why are they all skipping to five? And it's like, I get it's not their fault entirely, but still, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just worried that not many people are going to pick up on this game. Is the game like topping pre-order charts everywhere? I didn't, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen any sales about the game yet. Uh, I know at least it's been topping like Amazon's pre-order charts for a while. That's a good sign then. Yeah. As for Mario Party, I uh, just want to give my quick thoughts. Uh, I'm really loving what I see. It seems to be making a lot of improvements from... When I said Super Mario Party is like a half step towards the OG kind of good Mario Party games, this is like this is taking everything Super Mario Party did and fixing a lot of the problems and finally bringing it to the OG Mario Party games, which I'm really excited about. So I'm definitely picking that up as well. You guys want to say anything about these two games? Uh, Metroid looks fine. I've never fully played a Metroid game. I've played, I've played a little bit of a bunch of them, and they're always little fun games. I just never could get around to finishing any of them. The Metroid games yeah, are the same way. Metroid. Okay. About the same way, honestly. I I actually forgot Mario was releasing this year. It's gonna be amazing. I'm picking that up 100. Uh, if you guys aren't gonna yeah, pick up Mario, Mario Party, also does look good. Um, if you guys aren't gonna it does come down to like some sort of stuff though. If it, if you guys aren't gonna pick up Super Mario Party, then at least pick up this one because this one actually has online play as well. Why well, Super Mario Party? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you, you guys do um, have more Super Mario Party. I forgot. Yeah, but no, I'll probably buy Mario Party. Okay, I was forgot. I'm also gonna be picking up Advance Wars because I want to support the series. I know how much people love like supporting series that are not getting any support anymore and i think it's worth pursuing so even though i've never been into advanced wars i've always heard so many good things about it so i will pick it up yeah advanced wars is fun i played i have it on wii u and i remember emulating it a bunch over the years because it's, it's always just a game i always really enjoyed yeah it looks to be fun uh, if only if they did the same thing with golden sun man <sighs> come on golden sun sweet sweet golden sun yeah like one day. And uh, last but not least, one of the other games I'm interested in is, of course, Monkey Ball. Uh, I played quite a bit of Monkey Ball. And, uh, of course, I guess Banana Blitz somehow did really well. So I guess now we're going to... We're finally getting Monkey Ball games again. Crossover. These crossovers are wild for that game. Can you believe yeah. that? Yeah. I, I know there's a lot of discussion around the DLC, more specifically the pricing. What do you mean? A lot of people find five five dollars for the characters to be a bit too much. Really? Oh, there's DLC yeah. characters. Well, um, so I think there's like a couple things as DLC. So not every character that's been announced as DLC, but some of them are. Like Morgana's DLC, Swayzo, the Monster Rancher character, is a uh, DLC, and Hello Kitty is. But a lot of the other ones, like B, Kiryu, uh. Cl- uh, I think classic Sonic and Tails are yeah, just in Sonic the game. Tales are free. Yeah, they're just in the game. Um, but the old, the old Sega consoles, those are DLC also. And um, the classic Monkey Ball models, those are DLC. Um, classic music is DLC. Jesus. And uh, there's some customization stuff that's DLC. Jesus. That's, that's a little far, but I guess they really want to make sure that this game is as as success, successful as possible. By yeah, a lot of people are thinking it's um. Because I watched Nintendo Live Studio on, on the thing. And they basically said, like, it might be because Sega 
might not have full faith in the game, so like they don't, it'll do super well because Monkey Ball is kind of niche, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of they might be thinking that if the game doesn't do well, maybe we can make back some money on DLC, and yeah. that's why they're charging like five bucks for all of it. Especially going in all the crossovers. I mean, this is kind of sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, especially going in all the crossovers. Absolutely. Yeah, like Morgana will get the Persona 5 people to like at least check it out. Yeah, and as for the other DLC characters, I mean, they're not really going to get someone to check it out. I mean, there's only like five people on the planet that know what Monster Rancher is. Uh, Hello Kitty, I think, is more of a Japan thing. I know Hello Kitty has kind of a decent fan base here in the West. I know it definitely had a massive one when I was younger, but nowadays I don't think Hello Kitty is as big a fan base. I could be it's, wrong it's though. It's mostly a Japanese thing, isn't it? I'm. And then uh, I mean, I'm... All, all the other stuff just seems to be for like old older fans of Monkey Ball, like classic skins, the classic music, yeah. customization stuff. I think this could lead to an official Super Monkey Ball three if it does end up being really successful. I think. It's definitely catching a lot of people's eyes, and I I feel like this is a game series that a lot of people wanted to get into, but just didn't have like a chance to get the good monkey ball games. Because I know 3D was not well received. I know the mobile game was not well received. Which why did they port that one? Um, but I think I think I have a feeling, strange feeling that this might actually do pretty well, at least for monkey ball standards. But the arcade game is the best game in the series. Mm-hmm. The only Monkey Ball games I game I played was uh, I think Super Monkey Ball Two on the GameCube. One of the, one of the GameCube ones I played. Yeah, I did that. Too. I don't remember which one it was. It was either one or two. I don't remember which one it was. I know it was an adventure. I had three. And I had. I mean, I have Banana Blitz also, but I never I played, played it. Too. Yeah, I played either. Just sits. Can you believe that we're getting a Super Monkey Ball remaster more, uh, sooner than a? Sonic Adventure remaster from Sega. I don't know. I, I feel. Like I can't it's... believe they're still shoving classic Sonic into everything. I you know. Where's for my... fuck's sakes, I get it. Classic Sonic's <laughs> Mania did really well, but the only reason it's it's doing well is because you actually listened for once. I don't know. Speaking of which, I think this might be what? a good time to bring up some discussion about Sonic Colors Ultimate. Like I know you guys, I, Ryan. Did you get a chance to finally play it? It doesn't come out until Tuesday. If you don't have have the digital version, yeah. People who bought it digitally got it early. Because there was like a special digital deluxe edition that cost more and you got it early. Yeah, honestly, I should have probably downloaded it digitally, to be honest with you. Well, then you wouldn't wouldn't get the day one patch then. That is true. Well, I mean, by the time I could have waited a couple of days and then I would have got the patch. No, it comes down day one for physical release. Oh. Well, I mean, still, either way, I'm going to get the patch at some point. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been playing through glitches, but then when the day one patch dropped, I'm like, hey, no more glitches. It's just wild there even is a day one patch for a Wii port. I know, I, it is. Fuck up a Wii port. I think, I think there's a few factors outsourcing it to a smaller company, which I don't think is a terrible idea. Lots of developers do that. But the yeah. you've got to make sure that you give all the support to those developers and make sure that give them ample time. Sega is known for harsh deadlines. I mean, yes. not as bad as before, but definitely kind of now. And, yes. yeah. and also COVID probably in- impacted them pretty badly. Uh, but still, I this does make me worried. And also it's coming out for what? One, two, three, four, five, six platforms. 
And while those platforms might be similar in like, you know, coding or architecture, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say things that I don't know about that much, but uh, I think six platforms to develop on is pretty daunting, even for a part and kind of does make me a little bit worried for Sonic Rangers and how they're going to handle that. Because Forces, despite being the way it was, you know, it was only developed for four four platforms, whereas this one is six, so it's pretty big. I don't know. I just feel like this. Sorry, game what are all the play- well, what platforms is Rangers on that Forces wasn't? Uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. And if you want to get okay. getting more technical, I guess you could say PS4 Pro and Xbox uh, One. Okay, you don't have to go that far. No, I don't go that. They don't go that far. Yeah, yeah. The timeline. I mean, you still have to. I, I think they could have cut out. They could either cut out the PS5 and Xbox versions and just. Maybe giving a little bit of beef to the PS4 one. I agree. I agree. PS4 and Xbox ones. I think. I think the most they, the what they should have done is because like Xbox now doesn't even have Xbox One or Xbox Series X and S on the box art anymore. They basically just like have Xbox, so consumers wouldn't get confused about that. And for PS4, they could have just put also playable on PS5. It would have fixed um, a lot of issues for them. I mean, everyone knows. I mean, the PS5 is fully backwards compatible with PS4 games. That's what I'm saying, though. That's so, like, you wouldn't really need to put a message on it. Yeah, but some, people, some, some, some people don't know that. Uh, probably general consumers don't know that PS4 games can be played on PS5. I'm yeah, sorry, well, see, with Sonic Colors, there is no... Uh, sorry, go ahead. I, don't know, I was just saying, with Sonic Colors, like, there isn't, um like, a straight PS5 port of the game. It's just PS4 and Xbox One. No, no, no. It's a, yeah. no, there's a dedicated PS5 version and P- Xbox One Series X and S. Isn't it? Huh? Because when I went to pre- no, because I went to pre-order it, they listed it as Series X, but it was like a, uh, they said it was like a smart delivery game or something like that. Like, it wasn't like a, because I was originally trying to go for a PS5 version, but there wasn't a PS5 version. It was just PS4 and Xbox One. But they listed it, at least in the pre-order, they listed it under Series X. But it really just works on all Xbox consoles. It's not, but it's not dedicated to Series X. I think you're actually... Including the OG Xbox? Oh, it's just made for every... I I, I know what you mean, but like, that's going to be a joke. Because you said all Xbox systems. Yeah, oh my god. But no, 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 when I went there originally, I was trying to, so, I was trying to either get a PS5 version or a Series X version. But when I went, um... Yeah. They were just like a, a pre-order for. Huh? Yeah, Jordan's right. It's just it's Sonic Colors is working off of a PS4 backwards compatibility. It says on here, and I think it's the same for Xbox Series X and S, but it doesn't outline outright explicitly say because it's like, again, I think Xbox is moving over to a more like, like we're just a Xbox is a platform in of itself. I guess. Yeah, that's what they said. It's just Xbox, and then it has that black bar listed what consoles it's available for. Yeah, yeah. There are some games that are just straight dedicated to, like, um, Resident Evil Village has a Series X only version. Some games have it, but not most games from Xbox are playable on both consoles. So it really is just uh, four consoles. Yeah. They made it for. Yeah, and then that might mean the same thing for Rangers. So that kind of like gives them less credit for why the game is so glitchy or like less safeguards for why it's so glitchy i don't think this game should have existed i just wanted i think oh, nintendo's taking refunds for it for people that pre-ordered or something really? or bought it already really yeah there's been yeah. Rep- there's been several reports of nintendo accepting refunds 
Damn, so Nintendo's, so Nintendo's taking the L I for think, Sega? I think it's, like, it's, it's probably because of the signatures, I'm pretty sure. If it wasn't for those specific bugs, they wouldn't have minded too much. I mean, they would just say, like, it's your guys' problem, mostly. It's either that or they were afraid what happened to Cyberpunk, and they're like, we don't want to get into that kind of controversy. So any game that's really broken or at least major game release that's broken, we have to pull from the shelves and tell them to fix yes. it. And Sega better reimburse the, um, Nintendo that money. <laughs> it's just, I'm really worried right now. I'm just like, Brian told me yesterday or the other day that Sega isn't even actually promoting Sonic as much as they used to. Like, if you go onto their official website, Sonic is not, like, on there. Like, it's more, like, kind of, like, undermined. Sonic's, like, buried. Yeah, you have to, like, click on the games tab and then go over to like all franchises and click the Sonic tab and it takes you to the official Sonic website. Like if you click on like all games or upcoming games, there's no note of like Sonic colors or anything. Look, I like Sonic, but like Sonic's my favorite video game character. He's still my favorite video game character. His games aren't as great right now, but honestly, in my personal opinion, I think they should just stop. No. I don't believe in just. I do think they should stop. I don't believe in giving up like that, especially when you when the potential and instructions for greatness are right there in front. The of potential us. is either they give it to a new studio entirely. There's someone else. Like I don't. I'm, I mean, they tried with this, but like I don't. I don't know what studio they need to give it to. Just someone that's not like their Sonic team. I think it needs to find entirely different. I think that actually knows what to do. I think it's either so, that, yeah, or they, yeah. I think some commonly Johnny said the best when he's like, it feels like so, like maybe Sonic Team needs like fresh new blood, people who like, you know, something like with Odyssey. I remember because Odyssey and Breath of the Wild development teams were like, yeah, we actually brought in a bunch of new people, developers, into this game, these games, and that's kind of like why they were changed so drastically, or at least Breath of the Wild. I think it's kind of like that time for you know Sonic. To bring in more fresh faces into the franchise. I'm saying, I'm saying they either go that route, or they stop entirely and truly make him a mascot and just ride off merch super hard like they've been doing it, in movies and stuff. I think they could really, they'd be more successful with movies and like riding off just merch like they've been doing. If you, if you, and they will be fine either way. If you look at it. If you look at it, they it actually kind of looks. There are signs that they're already doing that. I mean, the amount of media they're expanding. Yeah, they're already doing it. With TV so. shows, movies, merchandising, and then like, it's like they're kind of like slowly undermining the games. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, yep. You know, like you're what we want to like move away slowly. We don't want to do this right way, but we want to make a slow, smooth transition. And that that really worries me. I I don't want that to happen. I'm fine with multimedia. I'm just not fine with Sonic games going away. So it's, it's one of it's one of the two. I mean, I think they're being re- they're really successful right now, riding off like all the merch and like promotions and stuff, but not so successful in the game front. I don't I don't know what they need. I think like I said, I think it's just a new team, just someone who actually knows what they're doing. Do you think it might be a case of like they can only choose one be multimedia or have good games, or is it like more complicated than that? Uh... I mean, the movie's successful, but Forces was ass. So it's like, I I don't know, because, like, their media stuff is going very great. Like, their merch is selling, the movie was selling, it got really good reviews. But then when it comes to the games, it's complete ass. So, like, I think they're better 
with merch and movies and stuff than they are with the games itself. Because mainly, what you've seen, the merch and, the, of course, the movie, were all outsourced to different people. But movies and video games are different. You know, movies and video games are different. They're just different. But I just think Sonic going forward should either they should get new people and Sonic Team are outsourced to developers that actually can make a, game, a good Sonic game. I don't think you need to outsource the uh, Sonic Team itself. I mean... But not outsource the game itself. I mean, like, bring in people from another studio. Like, kind of like how you bring in, like, another company to help a game like uh, Namco helping with Smash or uh, what's another one? What's that one? Koei Tecmo helping with helping intelligence to do Fire Emblem. Like, bring in another studio to help with a Sonic game. Yeah. Essentially. Like, just pull someone who knows platformers, who knows... Because I don't know what it is that's going on with Sonic Team. It's kind of like they just kind of forgot. But then again, with the Sonic games, it's weird because, like, they always change the formula with every single game. Like, something's always off or something's different. They had the boost thing, and that went from, like, Unleashed to Colors. And then they, or no, it was Unleashed Color and Generations. Then they dropped it for Lost World. And then we get the Forces, and they're right back at it again with Forces. But then now the Boost uh, gameplay is worse. Because I think Boost was at its best in Generations. I think the Generations was like the best like uh, Boost gameplay we've had, to I be agree. honest. I agree. Um, like, Generations, I think so far, is still my favorite Sonic game. Still, is my, it's mine too. Yeah. yeah. I really love like I've replayed Generations so many times. I love Generations. I think that it really is the best Sonic game. But it's just like the problem is they they did they make they got on point with Generations, and then it just flopped after that. So like then we get the forces, and you're like, what the fuck? And they were like, yeah, we took like four years. I mean, they were. I remember when they announced it, they was like, yeah, it's been like four to five years in the making. I'm like, that doesn't look like a game that was four to five years in the making. I knew the moment. They announced that game was uh, gonna be forty dollars. I said this game's up the ass. Yeah, that. And then it came that. out. Then it came out and it was ass. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? At that like, point, at that point, I didn't really care that it was forty dollars because I was like, there's better things to play with this year. Anyways, 2017 was not short of amazing games, and Forces just it dug itself even more in the grave. Uh, when by like I said, being the way it was. And the- and the plot was good. The story they had, the setup was like, I remember when they were talking about the game, I said, this could be a really good story. They could really turn this around. Like, they could really get it. Then we get it. The main villain is some just, just, just shit. Like, the main villain shit dies after, like, I, I don't remember how he died. He died in a really stupid way or oh, disappeared he, in a really stupid he way. Disappeared at, he just ran away at the end of the game. He just randomly disappeared, yeah. And you never see him again. They do that so many times at the Sonic games. They're trying, trying to make, like, Zeddy and Infinite, like a thing, like oh, uh, you know, I don't know. They're especially the Zeddy man. They're really trying to get them to be like, stop, yeah, long staying villains. It's like I don't really think many people care about them aside from maybe the IDW yeah. comics, which by the way are pretty good actually. I like them. Yeah. I mean, Mania so low. Mania was out here like selling numbers. Like Mania did all right. Yeah. Lost World's a weird game, so I actually do like. How Sonic is controlled in Lost World, I like how you can like press the back trigger and you can like control his speed. In a way, I do kind of enjoy that. It's the other mechanics around that that are a little more. Yeah, that's the problem. Everything else is just weird. It's like they're trying to be a Galaxy clone, and I'm like, why are you guys trying to be Galaxy? You're fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, what? It's fucking Sonic. Like, what's going on here? 
I just don't think they have a clear. It's like they find something, like they find a clear path and what they can do, and then somehow they fuck that up and just like do something entirely different that makes things a lot worse. It's like like I said, they find something and they're like, ah, oh, maybe that won't work. Let's do something else. And it's just like they can't stay consistent. If they would just keep staying consistent, they could perfect their games. I think. Like, if they're going to do the Lost World route and keep it like that, then you just keep making Lost World-style games. Now, people won't be happy with that, but over time, you it's like trial and error. If you keep doing the same thing, I mean, you doing the same thing, and you learn, like, people uh, criticize it, you can learn from those mistakes and improve on it instead of just giving up midway or after one try and just, like, let's do something else or let's go back to something we did in the past. Or ride off nostalgia again. And it's not, you it's know. Not thing that, it's not just plagued with uh, Sonic Team is plagued with that, I guess. Kind of hard to... I, I don't know. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't understand it. That's why I just have like I mean I also say Sonic's my favorite video game character, but like his games are just aren't there. And I mean I buy it and I play it and it just be a really average like I finished forces in like two hours and I remember just finishing forces and I was like, Yeah, I got it on Black Friday, so I saved like ten Thank God. But I was like, I bought it, and I was like, yep, this is exactly what I paid for. And then went on my business. I was like, I don't know. I think if Rangers doesn't end up being as good as we want it to be, I think, yeah, if the studio, if Sonic Team hasn't changed by then, then they definitely should after the release of Rangers, depending on its quality. Because at that point, I'm like, you guys need help. No ifs, ands, but you guys need help. I don't think they should quit Sonic Games entirely. If they're not going to quit Sonic Games entirely, I do think they should take a very long break. They already took a long break. It's been, what, uh, by the time... That is true. That is true. They took a long break and came back with forces. So, maybe... I don't know. By the time Rangers comes out next year, it's going to be five years since forces. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You can't take a much more break than that. You can't have... No, you can. You can, but for Sonic... Taking a much longer break than five years—that's, I can't even believe that we can say that, that. That there's potentially a chance we can be saying that. You know, it's crazy. They better start pushing out a bunch of spinoffs. They used to do that. It was just a bunch of spinoffs that filled in the gaps. I, I think after Team Sonic Racing, they're like, yeah, we're done with spinoffs as well, because like they didn't, it didn't end up being the success that I think it was that they wanted. Oh, just don't make a racer or bring the Sega characters back. There was no reason to remove the Sega characters at all. Transformed was such a good game. If they wanted a solo Sonic Racing game, they should have brought Mike Riders, man. They should have brought. I don't know. I don't know. But they can definitely make other spinoffs. You know, they don't have to. It doesn't have to always be a crossover, a racing game. It's like it can literally be anything. Like Sonic Chronicles. I don't know if that did any. I don't think that was good, right? Like it didn't do well. I can't remember. Which one? Uh, the RPG, the Sonic RPG. Chronicles, yeah. Well, there was a lot of factors for that. Um, why that didn't get a sequel? One, because the game was not that good. Two, um, the game didn't sell that well for few reasons, I guess, for specific reasons, I imagine. And three, it's because of that whole Archie dispute that happened. Uh, Ryan probably knows what I'm talking about. Matt, Matt, Matt Muscle made a video on that, and I actually finally understood. What, because I knew about the lawsuit way back in 2013 when it was kind of at its height when Ken Pontek, or sorry, Kim Penders, like, I think that's the guy's name, uh, was still kind of like going at it and maybe he was dropping it or something like that. And I, was, I had no idea what these guys were talking about, but now I understand. Uh, but yeah, after that lawsuit, I think they were like, 
that there's no way in hell we can make a sequel to this game, even if we wanted to. Some call me Johnny said it best. Sonic with a sword is not a bad idea. A Sonic fighting game is not a bad idea. A Sonic hoverboard racing game, I think, he didn't mention Scriders, but he said a Sonic racing game is not a bad idea. You just need to know how to do it right. That's the thing. Um, yeah. Sega, like we said, they try one thing. They try a Sonic game tries one thing once, and if it doesn't work out the way they want it to, like in terms of reaction, they're like, "Well, let's not fix it. Let's just keep. Let's just do something else." And it's like, just take the criticism, you know. Learn from yeah. mistakes. Like they could really pump out another storybook game. They could pump out another writer's game, even a writer's remake. I would have been more happy with a writer's remake than like or a remaster or something. I don't know. Fuck. I would have bought that shit again. Did you see the reaction people had for the Sonic Riders Unity game or Unreal game? Yeah, I saw that. They look kind of pretty cool. Yeah. I think we should start talking know. about Sonic, though. We should get back to predictions about Nintendo Direct. Oh, yeah. We got way off track. Oh, shit. Um, so we were talking I about the stuff that we should Because I know you all are way more into this animal than I am. Y'all's animal mascot is... Way more popular than my animal mascot, which so y'all can talk about that. Which one is yours again? My big purple dragon boy. Oh yeah. Oh. I thought it was. Rip. You had a ten-year break, mind you. You can't put Bubsy. Uh, sorry, not Bubsy. Yeah. Uh, Spyro and Sonic on the same level. Sonic was way more popular. Like at at any point, Sonic was way more popular. Uh, like I'm just saying, I waited. I waited ten years. Where's Spyro four? It's not happening now that Activision been revealed to be a shitty fucking company. Oh. And also, they put everybody on Call of Duty. Todd's mm. the future, I guess. But as far as direct, uh, is now working on Call of Duty. They already said it, and they were the people that made the uh, Reignited trilogy. Jesus. And I think they're the ones that did Toy uh, Crash Four. Yeah, they were. All right. Well, I know we just talked about the stuff that we expect to see. From the direct, but prediction-wise, I think there will be no Smash trailer. I think what we'll get instead is maybe an announcement of like a Smash direct at some point in the coming month. It'll be a Pokemon, most likely. We're gonna get a Pokemon, and everyone's gonna be angry, of course. Um, right. It's gonna, gonna be the, the the soccer bunny. Oh my god, Cinderace or oh yeah. my god. Uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I can see it. Like, yeah, from my understanding, that's the most popular of the of Sword and Shield starters. Yeah, we're going to get a Pokemon or some promotion character, to be honest. And that's going to be our final rep. We're gonna get, like, I hope it's not Cinderace. I hope it's not Cinderace. We're going to get the protagonist from SMT5. We're going to get... Or... We're going to get... If it's Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden, I think these are my uh, my predictions. Ryu Hayabusa, Crash Bandicoot, Doom Guy. Are these predictions or what you want? No predictions. I have. I think I know who will be in the game. Uh, next last DLC fire. Uh, the uh, characters. Master Chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more, I guess. Uh, I See again. I'm. Always, I'm pretty sure I stated this several times in other episodes. It's never who anyone actually expects yeah. to be in the game. I know. I know. 
it's always someone that nobody is thinking about, despite how much they actually make sense to me in the game. <laughs> Again, Sephiroth is my go-to example. For some reason, nobody expected him to come to Smash, and then he popped into Smash. Roger's face. He talked about that shit hard. How there was going to be another Final Fantasy character. We just didn't yeah, know it was Sephiroth. But was anyone specifically saying Sephiroth? Though? Well, he didn't mention Sephiroth. He didn't mention Sephiroth multiple times. Yeah. Um, from my understanding, it's like everyone just forgot about Sephiroth's existence until he yeah. got revealed for Smash. Yeah, he was the only guy I knew that talked about like Sephiroth and like another Final Fantasy character. That's, but it's kind of like guy. with... Uh, it's always one. What was it? Um, introspective. He always talked about how much he wanted Steve from Minecraft in the game. And yeah. then Steve got in the game. Or relaxed, like always talking about Joker. He's made jokes. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he makes make jokes in his left play that hey, like, here's a, here's a, here's that guy who's gonna be in Smash. And then he got in Smash, and he's like, I already changed his name to like Smash Brothers Profit for a little bit. Look, honestly, I just want Phoenix right, but like, I don't feel like we'll get Phoenix right. Hopefully, I don't care. He'll get announced, and I can come back. Or no, I'll be proven right. But I don't think it's gonna happen because I feel like he's one of those characters where it's like people talk about him. But not really. Like people kind of talk about him, but like it could be one of those characters just like, oh shit, like he's in this game though, or like, oh yeah, that makes sense, you know. But honestly, I don't know. But I feel like they're just pulling characters. At least what I've seen so far is the characters that are Fighters Pass Two are characters that they wanted to put in base game, or but they just didn't have time. Like uh, Min Min in Pyramidra because they wanted arms and Xenoblade Two content in the game. Sephiroth because they wanted more Final Fantasy content, and then Steve, they said Steve was literally five years in uh, talks or whatever, and then Kazuya because they wanted hey, Haichi in the game, but they couldn't find a way to make him work, but they found a way with Kazuya. So, even though like Phoenix Wright isn't a character that's probably like, never been mentioned previously in any interview or anything, and also I feel like they're just pulling characters from the companies they already have in the game. And Capcom is yet to be in the Fighters Fest, so I mean, honestly, maybe. I honestly don't care who gets in. My boy Travis got knocked out. That's all I wanted. I mean, they deleted that man. Unfortunately, they deleted everybody with the last announcement. Oh yeah, Shante. Oh, they were just going after people. Dante. They were just going after people. Dante. Yeah, Dante was a V costume. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went after everybody in that last direct. That was like the most gruesome fucking me costume announcement line I've ever seen. Honestly, think in the final presentation, they're gonna announce the me costumes first. They're gonna be like, "Hey, we're gonna show off the me costumes first. I think literally that's gonna happen. They're gonna do everything else before the final characters. So like, all right, here's all the me costumes, and everyone's just gonna see all their characters just getting massacred. We're gonna see a Crash me costume. We're gonna see a Sora me costume. Um, yeah, we're just gonna see me costumes left and right. Master Chief me costume, Doom Flare me costume. Everyone's getting it. Goku me costume. <laughs> Goku uh, with music track. Chala he chala enga urodoraso. I have no. We're definitely. No, when you rock the dragon, <laughs> fuck that. Rock the dragon, rock rock the dragon, conk dance day. But yeah, we're definitely gonna meet costumes left and right. Maybe we'll actually get a true That's Shovel Knight Sword Fighter me costume. What about some Shadow Drops for the Nintendo Direct? 
We're going to get a shadow drop of uh, Donkey Kong Country 4, and it's going to, um, main characters will be Kitty Kong and um, uh, Diddy, Kitty and Diddy. We're going to do Kitty and Diddy Kong. Maybe another Kirby game. I think, yeah, we're definitely... The only reason I'm saying that is because I literally just scrolled on Twitter and saw the Kitty Kong account. I think, <laughs> I think we're finally going to see something about Splatoon 2. I, sorry, Splatoon 3. Uh, I don't think we're going to see anything about Breath of the Wild. We might get some kind of update about that. I'm not sure. They kind of, like, downplayed the 35th anniversary of Zelda this year. Like, other than Skyward Sword and, like, that couple things from that other Nintendo Direct, we didn't really get that much uh, for the 35th anniversary, to be honest. I think we're definitely going to get a Kirby announcement. I, I feel like it's time to get another Kirby game, Some uh, something. I don't know what is it going to be. It might be a uh, Star... Star Allies sequel, I don't know. Uh, final fi- uh, final Shadow Drop, I I think we might get a teaser for something next year. I don't know. Uh, but next Fire Emblem game. It's been time, boys. Maybe. I think that makes quite a bit of sense. I don't know what Intelligent Systems has been doing lately, though. I mean, every Nintendo platform... Okay, well, no. Not every Nintendo platform. But, like, the 3DS had, like, three Fire Emblem games, technically. Well, that was it was easier to make them on the 3ds, but yeah, I think yeah we might get a fire emblem. I don't know if it'll be announced in this direct. I think we're gonna get an announcement of Xenoblade Three because I just gonna say that like Xenoblade Three. Because like I have a reason for it, but I can't say it in the podcast. Uh, I think we're also gonna get. This is also a reason I can't say it in the podcast, but I think we're going to get an announcement of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games coming to Switch Online. Damn, I'm going to really just be reading literally every article. Look, it comes Rio. What else? Lax, Lax Rima. Shut up. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We got... <laughs> you are him, bro. That's, that's Lax Rima. Just remember, Who? guys, to take this with a grain of salt. There's this guy on um, YouTube, or he at least he used to post videos like that, but he used to always post a bunch of, like, Smash no, 4chan no, no. leaks no, no, no. every day. No, 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 he, he stopped. I heard he stopped recently. So he stopped he, doing videos, yeah, I think so. He stopped He stopped being kind of like that. Uh, but I heard it. I think he's a nice guy. He, he just, like... Yeah, he probably is cool. Yeah. I think Xenoblade 3, uh, uh, for this direct, I definitely feel like Kirby might get announced. If not that, yeah, and if not that, maybe just Xenoblade, but I think we're going to be seeing updates on Splatoon 3, if Mario Odyssey sequel is happening, because a lot of people are thinking that 2022 is going to be a repeat of 2017, because like Splatoon 3, um, uh, a few other things. Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, Breath of the Wild 2, and they're like, what if they're trying to match 2017, which I'd all be in for, to be honest. And that Yo, means, you know what that means? Sonic Rangers is good. One, be, two, three, switch! One, two, three, switch. God. That means Sonic Rangers will be just as good or as Sonic Or three, four, Rangers. switch, whatever you want to call it. Alright, wild predictions, guys. Let's get it. That is my wild prediction. One, two, three, switch. We're gonna get Nintendo versus Capcom announced. Marvel We're gonna 3. get MVC2 remaster announced. Tasunoko versus Capcom is gonna come to Switch. Attack and 7 is gonna come to Switch. Xenoblade uh, X. Actually, no, Star Fox Zero. That'll be the crazy announcement. Uh, uh, I, Carl, I, that's I, only I, because I, I watched the Mad McMuscle yeah, video recently. Uh, yeah, he said, like, I was just about to say something because, like, he says that the CEO is like, yeah, we're not, we're kind of not interested at this point right now, so. I mean, they just said that, like, they haven't heard anything about it 
Like, Nintendo could just do it themselves. That's true, but... Because, uh, like, uh, fucking Platinum didn't do much for the game. That's true. They just were, like, developing it, uh, assets and stuff. They, they just did, like, boss fights and cutscenes, if I remember correctly. And general assets. Matt and Russell mentioned that, too. Yeah. But they didn't, like, do... They didn't have anything to do with, like, the game core gameplay, controls, yeah. uh, the writing, any of that. Like, all of that was all Nintendo. Yeah. Trying to get um, iCarly 3, I return to the click, and out for Switch. Cory in the house, too. Cory in the big house. We're going to get Drake. This is a game called Drake. Drake Bell. Drake, Drake in the big house. Drake is going to be the guest character in Cory in the big house. Yeah. Um, Drake Bell from Drake and Josh. Probably going to get some news about Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. We're going to get it. Oh, new. yeah, we're going to get it because all of those. Yeah. Going to get the get, last characters announced for it. We're going to get a Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl uh, Spirit Board or Spirit uh, event. Uh, we're going to get Ace Turn 7 announced. We're going to get um, We're going to get Persona 3 ported. We're going to get Persona 4 ported too. We're going to get Persona 5 ported. We're going to get the Demon Slayer game announced for Switch. I keep what thinking else? it's already has been, but like, no. No. What else? What else? But we're going to get Yakuza finally announced for Switch. Uh, That's Xbox. so crazy to me that it hasn't been because like one of the Yakuza games came out on the Wii U, didn't it? Did it? No. I mean, it was a Japan only. It didn't come out oh. in the states. But I think it was like uh, I, th- I think it was like a remake of like one, but it wasn't Kiwami. Oh. Uh, at least I think it was, it was some, some mainline Yakuza game came out on Wii, was uh, ported to Wii U. Oh. We're gonna get. But it never got released outside of Japan. Yeah, we're gonna get the Master Chief Collection out for Switch finally. Game Pass coming to Switch. Yep, Game Pass coming to Switch. And for the last one, we're gonna get a Smash character, and it's gonna reveal Sora as the final fighter for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. What an announcement of a direct coming in November. And that... Titan Notes 2 is coming to Switch, and I will triple dip for it because I yeah. already plan on getting it on Steam. Granted, I never bought it in the first place. I've been playing it on Game Pass, but whatever. And that, yeah, that's all I got. Like, Nintendo's going to come up on stage, and they'll be like, we are very sorry for the state Sonic Colors was released in. Here is a port of the Superior DS game. Honestly, they should remake Sonic Rush. Port that. <laughs> there you go. Should, I think they should focus on new games as well, and not so much on nostalgia and such. Yeah, that's true. That is true. How about we get nostalgia that isn't the Genesis area era and not the adventure? Yeah, games? we don't get anything. The only nostalgia for Sonic that we get is Genesis and adventure. We don't get anything else. I, I mean, I. When's argue... the last time they touched horses? Or not horses? <laughs> heroes. <laughs> I got heroes and forces in my head. Sonic <laughs> heroes. Sonic heroes too. Sonic hooded. Like, too. you think people would be upset? Like, I, I get, like, Sonic fans don't like it when they capitalize on nostalgia. But, like, are that many people going to be upset if they be like, here's a writer's collection. Here's Heroes HD or some shit. Heroes that shit HD. never gets touched. I think a lot of people would love Heroes HD. I would. Yeah. Sonic. Like, again, because you don't see, like, anything outside the Gen- Genesis era or the adventure games get touched. I think... Uh... Yeah, they keep resting on the Genesis games mostly. I don't 
even adventure i don't think it's referenced enough uh, even though what despite what you said i it's like it's ported onto fucking everything no they haven't ported that thing since ps3 and xbox 360 oh yeah i'm thinking it's just pc but whatever still i just want to see something outside of that area i want to see the sonic gems collection get the switch please i want to be able to play sonic the fighters and Sonic R on my Switch. Sonic the Fighters OST is actually fire, though. That's, that's every Sonic game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Almost every Sonic game. Bring Game Boy Advance the Switch. Yo, that Sega Genesis Classics collection have Sonic uh, 3D Blast? No, just Sonic 1 Damn it. CD. That's the only one I want to play. Doesn't have sp- it doesn't even have Spinball? What the fuck is wrong with never this had, game? Never had what you want. Yeah, Liddy. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got for this one. Does you guys want to add anything else before we close out? I got nothing I can think of. There's a lot of things I'd love to see, but they're not good. none of them will happen. I'd like to see a new Pokemon Rangers. That's all I want to say. I think we're going to not see anything more Pokemon related other than what's been announced. I don't know. We've kind of gone so much Pokemon shit this, these years. I just Are... miss I just miss Rangers. Um, they're gonna throw in a trailer for that new fucking Brain Age game that they announced that no one fucking paid attention to. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of the Brain Age game. Yeah. Yeah. Just Far- to remind Far- people, be like, hey guys, I know we shadow dropped this, but it exists. God. I think that's it. Um, It'll mostly right. just be games that come out early 2022, which will be like Splatoon 3. I think Splatoon 3 is gonna uh, come out in June next year, maybe. I thought they said early 2022. That game was announced, what, in April or January of this year? I, think I don't it was, I think fucking it was, remember. I think it was January of this year, actually. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's about it. Right. Um, so, tell everyone where you can find, find you guys. You can find me on Twitter at underscore RyanMiller70, where I just talk about random shit and retweet memes and other dumb things uh, that every other Twitter person does, but I don't take myself that seriously like everyone else on the site does for some reason. You can find me there. I know I'm taking another break from streaming, mostly because I keep getting distracted by a bunch of other things. And also, I got bored of playing uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, so I just didn't want to keep playing it because Ubisoft games either get me real good or they bore me and also I don't want to keep advertising a game Far Cry made what? by terrible people. Far Cry what? What? Far Cry Blood Dragon. I didn't even know that one existed. I know Primal's. It's a, sp- it's a spin-off of Far Cry 3. Oh. That like makes- it was made as like DLC for 3 or something I think. Oh. I don't know. It's the only Far Cry game I played. I tried like I played it for I played like the beginning bit of it on stream. And like it was, it was all right. Um, I don't like first-person driving though, and there's no way to turn it to third-person. So I just never use vehicles in that game. Okay. I mean, the map is tiny enough in in this spin-off that you don't really need to. As far as like, if I was going to stream again, you know, you find me Rymo Seventy on Twitch. Um, maybe someday I'll come back to it. Maybe after I finish Psychonauts Two or something. I don't know. 
Um, well, oh yeah, the letter, letterbox for me. Um, it's uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Miller. I have the Spyro picture. Uh, I'm almost at 40 movies, I think. I don't fucking remember. But um, other than that, I also want to get Atlas's things in here because I'm usually with him sometimes. Um, since Atlas was here at the beginning of the thing with the Atlas Crown podcast, you can find Atlas on Twitter underscore Atlas Crown. He um, he doesn't really use it a whole lot. He mostly just likes and retweets random shit. Uh, if you do follow him, you're probably gonna start seeing some loots come across your timeline because the uh, the the he's 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 the veil has been lifted from that that that. So yeah, he also has uh, his game. Studio wasn't it cool? Because like cool cat games, cat games. Yeah, I think he said he gave the official name uh, uh, Oasis uh, or something. Uh, I think it was Oasis. Like, no, no, that was the name for the game. Wasn't Out, it? The Outway, uh, Outcast or something. Uh, that was the name for the game. That's not the name for the studio. Yeah. We can get it later. We can get it later. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he has like a studio that he has on Twitter. Also, I don't think he uses it much that one either. Um, he also has his Twitch where he streams himself playing either fighting games or working on his RPG. That's uh, Atlas Crown on Twitch. And I remember last time he stated he was going to post updates on YouTube of like developer updates. Uh, Atlas Crown there. He hasn't started yet. He does have his uh, old speedruns there if you want. If you like speedruns, he has like his uh, what was it? Space Channel Five Part Two and probably some other shit. Yeah, Probably dig far already. enough in there and find some other wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that's everything I want to say, so someone else can go. All right, so you guys can find me on YouTube at C4, that's C-E-E and the word 4. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jordan Balls and C4. Uh, podcast 13.5 should be out soon after 13 releases. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. 13.5, what? Oh, 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 and what? Uh, um, you can find me on my YouTube channel at Rema. I'm going to be uploading a video pretty soon. Yeah, pretty much it, guys. So what's what's 13.5? All right, bye, guys. We'll see you later. 13.5 HD Remix. 13.5 Remix. <laughs> <laughs>